Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Time to cross the streams. Presented by Window Nation. Upgrade your windows today at windownation.com. Afternoons, 3 to 6, the Brett Winterville Show. Crossing the streams. One final time on a Friday this week. What's going on? Hey, you know, just watching all the uh, different storylines that are out there floating around here. We got uh, war in Ukraine goes into year number two. And uh, all sorts of other things that are being played out, including... A very high-profile murder trial in uh, in South Carolina. Lots of stuff out there. Yeah, uh, and we have uh, Bill Graham, who's going to be with us in studio for the entire hour, next hour, to take phone calls and talk about uh, everything that is uh, uh, the Murdoch case. Uh, you mentioned all the things that are going on. I, I do want to start with uh, what we saw yesterday in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. So uh, a day after President Trump... Uh, comes through there, um, you know, and, and, and talking to folks there, giving out water and and uh, making an appearance. Uh, then Pete Buttigieg, the uh, mm-hmm. transportation secretary, uh, ends up uh, making his stop there yesterday and took some questions and some questions he didn't take. Uh, I'm curious as to what you make of the last two days there. There's been all this clamoring for uh, for awareness and, and people to uh, to take what's going on seriously there and provide answers. And now the last two days, uh, there have been uh, some notable appearances. Yeah, uh, look, he uh, he went and he took the tour. He put the hard hat on and the uh, the, the vest and the whole thing and, and looked around and, and, you know, took in what it was that happened there. It's going to be a long struggle to get these people uh, back to where they were. Really, they deserve to be better than where they were uh, to begin with. Uh, so they're going to remediate all this dirt. That stuff's getting uh, pulled out. Uh, they're going to go dump that in Texas, is the reporting that I saw. Um, and then you've got the long-term effects because perception is always reality. These people, if they don't feel safe, are not going to feel safe. And and Pete Buttigieg coming in and uh, Hamidi, who runs the uh, National Transportation Safety uh, Board, uh, you know, she made comments yesterday that basically roasted the company, uh, Norfolk Southern, and sandwiched between those events, you had on uh, yesterday was what, Thursday? So Wednesday night, there was a town hall with Alan Shaw, who's the CEO of Norfolk Southern. Uh, they brought in, you know, five, ten people who live in Palestine and were saying to him, you know, this is terrible. We don't feel safe. This is awful. And um, he he was ice cold. This was a guy who, who was um, absolutely uh, checked out, was doing the talking points and all that sort of stuff. What all this will do is it will it will mean more likely than not that Biden will stay away from this scene until it's, quote, fixed or it's greatly improved, which means I, I, I bet he doesn't go out to East Palestine until probably into the uh, campaign cycle. Do you think that any of this changes um, regulations again? No. I know that regulations were rolled back uh, a few years ago. And then, you know, as you just mentioned, Jennifer Hammondy was there yesterday, who was the chair of the NTSB, and talked about the, the sensors on the tracks that indicated to the train conductors that the, the, the axles were overheating and that they did deploy the brakes. They did everything that they were supposed to do when the, that alarm initially sounded. Um, but she was saying that it was preventable. Yeah, I, I say this on my show all the time. It's a broken record. 
what will end up happening is they'll blame the system for failure. The system failed. It didn't work. Uh, we've got to add more layers of, of this or that. But at, at the end of that discussion, it's, it's ultimately decisions being made uh, by management and, and by the people who are in charge of that train to, to make sure that they do the right stuff. They, we, we've all seen the video now that the surveillance video where the, the train is basically on fire yeah. at a thousand degrees or whatever it is. In the, in the, so clearly something was going on. We've all been near trains when they're coming down the tracks. And if you can imagine hearing that screech, that squeal coming off of that, you know, that would draw attention. But uh, again, I think they're just going to blame the system for failure. Let me play a clip uh, that I was uh, I wrote a little of this earlier in the show. Uh, it was one year ago today. This is Steve Harrigan on the ground in Kiev. It's really what are you hearing so far this morning? A lot of really bad sounds from about an hour before dawn here. We heard explosions off to the southwest. Eight or ten at a time, it sounded like thunder, more explosions. Then we heard air raid sirens. We've heard jets overhead. We've heard helicopters overhead. Those sounds are enough to scare people here in Kiev enough to make them flee. Uh, there was a, a lot of denial about the possibility that this could be a widespread Russian invasion, that the Russians would attack their neighbors, their brethren here in Ukraine. Well, they are attacking and attacking in full force. So now, at the last minute, after the bombs have already begun to fall, people are fleeing. They're getting in their cars with their children, with their families, with their pets, throwing everything in the car and trying to get out of town. They are all heading west in the direction towards Poland. So a real sense of fear here that speaks to two things, I think. One, that people didn't imagine that this could happen. They didn't imagine that Vladimir Putin would attack Ukraine and would attack the capital here of Kiev. And two, poor preparation by the government, the government not preparing its people for this possibility, which is now a reality. So a desperate situation, people stuck on the highway, afraid and trying to get away. Now, I play this as I have seen uh, in, in recent minutes, uh, the, sta the same Steve Harrigan, same place he was a year ago. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting to hear him describe what it was like on February. February 24th of 2022 uh, in Ukraine, especially the part about uh, having the, the country not prepared, because I think uh, just about everybody would say that uh, no one expected them to uh, be able to put up the fight that they did right. against Russia. And right. I, I think this time last year, I would have said, and you probably would have, too, that maybe yeah. Kiev would not be standing a year later. But sure. here we are. Yeah, for sure. That was that was true. I mean, it, even the Pentagon was saying, oh, they've got 10 days uh, before this thing will collapse and all that sort of stuff. But you ended up with NATO backstopping them. Uh, you ended up with a great deal of cooperation by countries who didn't want to get invaded next. And so the, the, the thing that's overlooked all the time about this about this war is you have had massive casualties on the Russian side. Mm -hmm. They are demoralized over over in Russia. That doesn't mean that Putin's not going to keep throwing people in as cannon fodder. It is going to continue. But I think it makes it increasingly less likely that you're going to see like a nuclear exchange, because I think the generals understand if if this goes badly, they they deploy nukes or chemical weapons or whatever it is. They're going to be the ones standing in the dock being being tried for crimes against humanity. It won't be Putin. And uh, I think this is a war of attrition. China's going to try to come in there and broker some kind of a weird deal. I, I, I you know, I don't I, I don't know what uh, this is going to play out as, but 
I'm hoping that we're much closer to the end than we are to the beginning. What you do know is what's coming up on the Brett Venerable yeah. Show this afternoon. Oh, we got a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to look at the economy, uh, the, the direction uh, this this uh, economy is, is taking us in this country. A lot of changes happening out there. And uh, we'll also uh, take a look at a big, high-profile trial that just wrapped up on the left coast. We'll talk about that and everything else.